This is the Collector Car Podcast, the home for the auto enthusiast. Join Greg Stanley as he applies over 25 years of insights and analytical experience to the collector car market. He will interview the experts and throw in some fun stuff as well. Hey, it's Greg Stanley. If you're listening to this podcast, you know I love everything automotive. This passion has expanded to include being a car specialist consultant for RM Sotheby's. So if you need assistance buying or consigning a collector car at any one of our online or live auctions, including Scottsdale, Amelia Island, or Monterey, you can reach one of our car specialists at rmsotheby's.com or you can email me directly at gstanley at rmsotheby's.com. Metron Garage is a company designing unique garages, condos, and other structures specifically for the auto enthusiasts. They've got eight models to choose from, including two-story options, which I think is super cool, while with a very modern look and feel to them. And they come in all sizes, and they're fully customizable. You can check out them today and start specking your own ultimate garage at metrongarage.com, where you can request a catalog or talk to someone to learn more. So be sure to check it out. I just want to give a quick thanks to Euro Classics for sponsoring this episode. Euro Classics is all about collector cars, from servicing your new BMW M5 to prepping your Porsche for the racetrack to executing a total restoration on your favorite classic. They do it all from routine maintenance to performance upgrades to appraisals and everything in between. You can learn more about its owner, Dale Oaks, by listening to episode number 65 of this podcast. And you can find Euro Classics in the Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana service area and online at euroclassics.com. Classics, C-L-A-S-S-I-X dot com. Welcome to the Collector Car Podcast, and this is the championship. I can't say Super Bowl, but it's really what it is. It's the championship <laughs> for the Collector Car Fantasy Football League, and I have some esteemed guests with me here. So first, I'd like to welcome Julie Guscallen from Haggerty. Julie, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, Greg. So happy to be back and to win. <laughs> and to win. I love the attitude. <laughs> We also have Brad Phillips. Now, Brad, remind us, it seems like every time you're on this, you're somewhere different. Where are you today? Well, I hope that you mean I'm in my basement, in my live stream <laughs> studio. But uh, yes, it is true. I am uh, a new RM Sotheby's employee, and it's great to be here with everybody and my friends, talking cars, talking values. And Julie, I'm sorry, I'm a heartbreaker because I'm winning this thing. Oh, it's not over till it's over, Brad. The uh, smack talk starts early, that's for sure. Now, one of our esteemed guests is not here, Ramsey Potts, car specialist. Uh, he was unable to make it tonight, but we will review his results so we can find out how Ramsey stacked up in this incredible uh, fantasy football league we have going on here. So first, I do want to review kind of the rules for those of you who may not have seen the first two rounds that we had. So basically, this is just like fantasy football, but instead of picking 11 players for your fantasy football team, we're picking 11 cars for your fantasy garage. Now, it's just not any cars. We have to pick certain categories like you would football positions. So, you know, this is my brilliant mind at work. And uh, somehow I came up with this. All right. So the different categories are Italian stallions, American muscle, rising sun, uh, German cars, future collectibles, rear and mid-engine cars, super hyper and insane cars. All right, Truman was alive. So basically that's pre-1946. Nintendo Gen, under $30,000. And finally, the 11th one is the Kardashian category. So what we've My done- My personal favorite. That's your favorite, Julie, of course. Yeah, so what we've done is we picked 11 cars each. 
Uh, we have a couple bench cars that we could sub in if one of our cars is not performing well. And basically we use Haggerty's valuation tools to get the baseline. And then we would get the update when Haggerty released their valuation tools. Uh, that was round one. Then we had round two, which I believe round one, Julie, you were crushing it. You were absolutely crushing it. Round two, Brad made a tremendous comeback and he was crushing it. So well done, Brad, in round two. And now it's time to see who is going to win the actual championship. Now, if you go back, you'll have a you'll realize that Ramsey kind of had a misunderstanding of the rules. There was a million dollar budget. He thought he could bankroll half of that. So he's not exactly in the running, but he could surprise us. He was outvoted three to one that he did not understand it correctly. So we wish Ramsey was here. Uh, he's not boycotting because he did not agree with our judgment. Uh, so anyways, you know, we'll see how Ramsey shakes out. Um, but before we begin, I just thought I asked Julie, do you have any updates you'd like to share with the folks that are watching us now? Yeah, great to see everybody. Um, you know, I think we're in the midst of winter and uh, all feeling a little bit, except for, I guess, the West Coast people. But I'm excited because in a few weeks we will be headed down to Amelia Island and to participate in the Amelia, which um, is now part of the Haggerty family of events. So we're really excited. We're going to kind of kick off with Friday festivities, including our Sons of the Bees auction, as well as our tour. Then you get into Saturday, which is a fun car festival. We're going to have Concord de Lemons there and Radwood and a Cars and Community. And then um, we're also honoring Chip Ganassi, racing legend. Saturday evening. And then, you know, of course, the formal Concord de Elegance on Sunday. So really exciting stuff. And I hope to see many of you there. And I will be at Haggerty's Dawn Patrol. I missed it last year. I slept in till 5.15. Apparently that was too late. You know, I mean, I should have been there at five or four. I don't know what time I need to no, be. You got to set the alarm for three. Oh, for three. Ugh. Well, I will say that is the best event ever. Watching those amazing cars come onto the lawn you know, listen to them pass by, get set up, uh, you know, get the nice donuts and coffee when that's set up. So I will definitely be there. So Brad, what's going on in your world? I'm guessing you will be at the Amelia as well. I will be. Absolutely. We've got a big sale that we're planning on down there. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, we all just came back from Scottsdale Auction Week. And I think kind of universally, everybody did really well. Um, we sold $44 million worth of cars. Um, there were 72 cars in a one night sale. So we all felt like that was pretty solid. And the market's crazy right now. I mean, yeah. even in our examples, when you have an 89.560SL sell for $130,000 um, and, and it outperforms a, a beautiful Ferrari 308 GTB, uh, I mean, you kind of look and you go, the market's loony right now. So everybody's winning. Everybody's having a great time. And it's fun. People are jazzed about cars. And um, whether you're on the buy side or the sell side or just to go have fun side, it's a great time to be a car person. So let's get the game. Let's get out there. See you in Florida. Yeah. So my little update is I will be in Florida as well with you both, which will be a lot of fun. And interesting update I have is I did my first ever kind of behind the scenes. What is it like to be a car specialist for RM Sotheby's? And so I'll post that hopefully tonight. But if you go to the Clutch Car Podcast YouTube channel, you'll see it. And it's my first attempt to kind of show the, some of that craziness that happened in uh, Arizona. And it, it goes to one of your cars, Brad. I actually test drove my very first 
ESO Grifo seven liter car. And I had that on video as long as, as well as a Porsche 959, which was pretty cool and a Ferrari 512M. Uh, so fun stuff. And Julie, hopefully I can uh, get you on camera there at the Amelia at some point. It uh, should be a fun weekend. Oh yeah, sure. we will be everywhere. So it'll be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, why don't we go ahead and kick off? Uh, we are going to start with your team, Julie, the Socialistas. And we've got a couple pictures here to show. I didn't pull every single car to show on, but we will talk about every car. So why don't you start awesome. on your list and tell us how you fared uh, in this championship round? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know how everybody else did. So we're kind of, you know, these are live reactions happening now. I only see my numbers, uh, but I feel pretty good. So in that first category of Italian stallion, I uh, had selected the 1973 Ferrari 246 GTS. That was the condition value three rating on our Haggerty valuation tools. Um, so the starting value from round one or from my very first pick was 290,000. And uh, now uh, we have ended with a total, I believe of a 25,000 increase. So I am up by 8.6%. So you are actually actually up even more than that. You're actually up 10.3%. Oh, okay. So congratulations. Oh, goodness. Yes, thank you. These little dinos have been doing tremendously well. And, you know, it's the one Ferrari that doesn't say Ferrari anywhere on it. So if you see a dino and it's got a Ferrari badge, shame on that owner. Keep it factory correct. Well, you know, like anybody in fashion knows, you don't, you're not, good with the ubiquitous labels right <laughs> so same goes for ferraris in my opinion <laughs> i just want to give a quick shout out we have someone watching from iraq and it's two o'clock in the morning there so we appreciate you uh awesome. tuning in to yes. us welcome yeah so then uh continuing to move forward uh next on my list under american or are we are, are we doing each round where we talk I, about each just go do we your do whole thing way? oh yep. doing my whole list okay. do your whole list good brad disagrees <laughs> well, I, I mean, I okay. Then I'm I'm going to start interjecting a lot because we got to yeah, interject. Have some rapport here. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, American Muscle. I mean, this has been, I think, the year of the Bronco. And now, you know, they recently just talked about the Bronco Raptor. I believe is is the next edition or Renegade, something like that. You know, uh, is the next edition. So really exciting stuff on the new car front. And so I thought, why not also celebrate the original Heritage Bronco? the 1979 Ford Bronco, condition, val uh, condition rating three, starting value 25,600. And that has continued to increase as well. Um, I'm up 37.9% in this last round, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. And you did something really smart. You used it as your bench car and you went from a condition three to a condition two and that really paid off in the end. So for the year, you're up 101.2%. But keep in mind, there's a big valuation jump from a number three to a number two. So kudos to you on that pick and that bench pick. Very good. Thank you. Well, and, Thank you very much. And let's much. think about the strategy here also, right? Yeah. So we each had a million bucks to play yeah. with in the beginning. So to fill our roster of cars... You want to pick a good car, maybe you can't pick that number two or number one mm -hmm, condition mm -hmm. car out of the gate because it would have blown your cap and all that stuff. We all know that the best condition car is going to generally rise up in value the most. So yeah. that's why you're going to, I know in, in my list, there are a lot of threes, the occasional two 
just because I was trying to kind of target that mid-range good car and hopefully it catches the wave along with the Concorde quality stuff. We'll see if it works. Okay. <laughs> well, moving on to the land of the rising sun or Japanese cars. Uh, so uh, we, I have a 1976 Datsun 280Z, condition number three. That was probably, uh, actually, that was also my, that was my cheapest car pick. It started at 10,700. It has also continued to increase. So uh, it's gained another 44.9% since the last time we talked, which yep. is great. Wow. That's a great So pick. I don't, I don't have the full total in front of me, Greg. Do you've got- It's only up $4,800, but that's still a big percentage because it was only a $10,000 yeah. car. So yeah. that was a great yeah. pick. All right, awesome. what's next? So next in the German class, um, for me, German cars should always be a Mercedes. Um, but we have a 1995 Mercedes-Benz E500. And that was a condition number two starting out for 60,200. And I'm also up again um, <laughs> by another 15, almost 15 and a half percent uh last quarter so i was flat the last round but i stayed i held steady to my mercedes and uh i'm up again yeah great job on that all right so our next one now we do have a picture of this one coming up the future collectible this was a very interesting pick yes okay so this is just a personal favorite because i just thought it was fun i imagined me taking my kids to the beach in this car <laughs> it's been a little bit of a loser I gotta say. <laughs> so I picked a 1962 Fiat Jolly, Fiat 500 Jolly, uh, condition number three. Uh, it, it was more expensive than I had already expected starting out. It, was, it started out 46,600. And I think unfortunately I did hit that bubble already. Um, it continued to lose a little bit, but only by $500 each time. So that's, that's one of my ones that's a little bit down just by you know a percentage point. So that would so. have been a past collectible <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's a it's a present collectible but there we go. Um, present there's still you know what there's still fun cute cars i would still totally buy one just for the enthusiast factor of it you know what do you think of those wicker seats brad where they go with your khaki pants oh my god wet bathing suit and a and a jolly wicker i can only imagine a more painful uh post beach <laughs> sunbeam ties <laughs> so itchy brad <laughs> Brad, it's not about function. Okay, we're doing it for the gram. <laughs> the gram. <laughs> no, I, I had someone ask me if I had been hacked because I started another Instagram account that I've never used. Thanks to you. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Maybe I'll try. You're welcome. One. You're welcome. All right, your next one is the uh, rear mid-engine car. What'd you pick for that? Oh, this is this is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's such a cute car. Um, a 1985 Lamborghini Halfa. Jalpa? I don't know if I call that cute. It's, it's cute. not a Yalpa. That's not a Yalpa, though, the photo. That was a straight up Kunta. Yeah, that's the one after. She's in Lamborghini land today. Yeah, right. I think they're fun. So it started condition number three, started at 62,000. It's, you know, steadily gone up um, 8,000 overall from start to finish. So also up by, what is that, about eight or 9% total? Yeah, great so pick. And those things are gorgeous. We had one at Auburn that sold above high estimate. And I always thought those were such pretty undervalued, really cool exotic cars. So speaking of mm -hmm. cool Italian exotic cars, what do you have for the super hyper insane category? 
So if you're going to do that, you got to go with another Lambo, right? So this yeah. is a 1982 Countach LP400S. Um, obviously, Countaches are having a moment right now. Our Hagrid Drivers Foundation just inducted one as well to the HVA Historic Register. Yeah. So really exciting there. The one from Canball Run specifically. So this H number three, um, this was my most expensive pick out of the full list. It's yeah, 355. Yeah, yeah, 355. Jeez. Um, and it's continued to gain a value just steadily, but ever so slightly. So total, uh, it's gained uh, 10,000. So not terrible. I'll take it. Yep. You'll take it. It's a beautiful yeah. car and we have a pretty green one showing. So uh, I don't know where that picture came from, but it's really, really nice. Brad, you're awful quiet. What's the thought on the Countach? I'm just watching all these cars go by and, and I'm remembering in the very first episode of this where we were naming cars that we wanted. And if someone else had already picked it, you had to go to your bench. And I remember Countach, this one, I went, yeah, that's my car. That's my poster child from everywhere back. There's somewhere back. There's the, the Rod Cottle Countach picture, the black one with the gold wheels, you know? Oh, wow. Yep. I, I just think they're the most epic cars ever. And yes, they're incredibly uncomfortable. And unless it's freaking winter out you're going to sweat to death in it and all that stuff don't care <laughs> love those cars so that was actually Julie really smoked me on that one there i was really wanted to have a, a now the early ones are great you know the 82 is cool i like the downdraft cars but we couldn't it was too close we couldn't do it so i was actually that was actually the first car supercar i ever saw in per person was an 83 countach white with red interior it had the spoiler so i'm okay with the spoiler it also had the aftermarket front spoiler which I'm still torn on that. I'm not sure. So, oh, All I don't right. know if I've seen a front spoiler before. Maximum yeah, Country Club uh, downforce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Julie, like a yeah. Wall Street car, though, right? That thing had everything on it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Had all the okay. stuff on it. Okay. <laughs> all right, Julie, you got four more. This one is your uh, pre 1946. For all of us, this was a really tough one to pick. Yes. So for me, I think, you well, know, when I think of kind of pre-war, I have to go with Model A. So this is a 1934 Model A. Condition number three started at 20,000 and it has stayed flat. Stay, I mean, that's what you can hope for in this yeah. era, right? I mean, we couldn't throw a doozy in there because that would have blown our entire budget. So exactly. You, you can, if you stay flat, you're doing good. All right. Next is the Nintendo, Nintendo Gen. Yes, so this is um, a 1988 Porsche 944 Turbo. Uh, condition number three, uh, you know, cheaper than I expected, 15,500 starting out and it's continuing to gain value. So not a lot, just a two grand all in, but still fair. Yeah, it's a small base, so that's pretty good. All right, mm -hmm. under 30K. So what did you pick for the under 30K? This almost seems like a Brad pick right here. Well, this is this pick was my love letter to Brad Phillips, um, a 1977 Saab 9.9 Turbo. <laughs> uh, condition number two, 12,500. And uh, it's been gaining, I got to say. So uh, up 22.4% since the last time we met. Yeah, so I think in pick. general, Saabs are having a moment they across are. the board. Actually, mm -hmm. all your effort yeah. is a huge working, moment. Brad. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I may actually be outpacing the cost of repairs. Uh, we're not sure. I've been burning all the receipts. I don't really want to know. But. <laughs> all 
All right, now yes, for your Brad Phillips is solely responsible for the entire sob movement. That's right. <laughs> He's the biggest there. cheerleader. <laughs> All right, now for your last one for the Kardashian. And now this is one that really had you uh, out the gates quick. Did it sustain itself? Oh, it did. It keeps banking just like the Kardashians do. So this is a 1958 Cadillac Eldorado Biarritz. Look how pretty Biarritz. that is. Biarritz. Yes. Condition number three, started at 80 grand, has continued to increase. It actually increased by another $26,000 this quarter alone. So I don't have what the total percentage increase is, uh, but this quarter was 32%. Your total for the, the entire year is up 19.3% on that car. So that was a very good pick. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I do have your total. Are you ready for, uh, drum roll, your total for this? No, wait, do the total at the end. Let me do right, my we'll do cards the total, yeah. and then do the total at the end. Come on, let's let's build the suspense, Brad. <laughs> build the suspense, sorry. You know what I mean? No, I've been good. All right. Thank you, Julie. Wonderful job. Yeah. It sounds like you're still doing pretty good in this whole thing. So we'll see how you shake out at the end. I, yeah, I only had one loser and one flat. So, you know, it's pretty good. All right. She feels pretty confident. All right, speaking about confident, Brad, you're up next. The... Uh, the crankshafters. <laughs> I don't remember why I picked that, but the crankshafters it is. That's my team name. I'm sticking by it. So I want also to say, we talk a lot about these cars as, as values. It's money, it's investments and all that stuff. But I tried my best to pick my cars, not only on that basis, but on what I think are fun and exciting and what enthusiasts want to want to get out there and do stuff with, right? So Italian stallion. Yep. The 69 Iso Grifo, seven, not liter, litre, seven litre. And uh, we started that one off. I love it. I picked a condition three right up the middle of the value guide from the Haggerty Value Guide. And 444,000 was the beginning. That car today, 495,000. And we did just actually sell one of those in Arizona. And I forget the number that it hit, but I feel like it was in that ballpark or maybe a little more, something, right? 610. Yes. So you need to pick this juice. car for the next time we do this. That's right. So we take, so if you'd slot the 610 in, that'll help me. That'd be great. We won't do yeah, that. No, 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 no. Records are set. Numbers are fixed now. Okay. <laughs> when Haggerty okay. releases his next valuation guide, we'll take that number. Fine. 495. So uh 495 versus 444. That's up what? That's 11.5 percent on just that one car, right? Very good. Strong. Yeah. yeah. And I've got my faith. This is the kind of hybrid I like. You want a big, juicy American motor, big block, no less, Chevy big block. Yeah. And these had a 390 horse 427, like you would have found in a 67, you know, through 69 Corvette, right? Same thing, big four barrel on it. Everything looks majestic in that beautifully styled European body with leather and all that good stuff. Anyway, I love ESOs. The big ones are so cool. All right, my next pick, American Muscle, 92 Dodge Viper RT10. Greg shakes his head because he wanted that car and he couldn't have it. You no Viper for you. <laughs> you stiffed on me. That was, that was key. I was so excited about that one. And Tell us why I was so excited about that one. Well, uh, it started off a value of 33300 Again, a value level tray. And it is now sitting 
at $89,600. I was wrong. 92 Vipers. This is the early side curtains, side pipes, sideways driving. It's got <laughs> nothing on it that you can't handle. It. So that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants a Viper that is absolutely uncontrollable. And even the later ones that were more refined, they're still basically uncontrollable, but they look cool. So anyway, I'm really glad of that one. That was a good one. And that went up. Whatever a, you a small caveat, though. Uh, you did upgrade this one from a two to a one. So that is a little yeah. bit of that big increase, but still you're right. pick. You're right. I did. I went in and I found a little money later on when something and I changed my pick as my bench. I raised it up. So yes, yeah. 896 wasn't necessarily a three to a three. It was a three to a one. Still outstanding pick. Still. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank <laughs> you both. I know you want to. If it. only I could upgrade my men like you upgrade your cars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, right, rising Sun. Yeah, no, nobody's touching that one, Julie. Uh, rising <laughs> Sun, nineteen ninety one Toyota Land Cruiser. Everyone right now is talking about getting off and overlanding and doing cool stuff with cars that isn't necessarily on a paved road. So yeah. when you talk about a Land Cruiser like this, it's classic enough, but it's got air conditioning and it's dead nuts, reliable, all that good stuff. So I picked that. It was 20 grand, a number two condition car. So I went up a little bit in there. And then right now, today, it is at 26,100. Helps out. So not a monstrous amount of appreciation, but I will maintain that these Land Cruiser cruisers had already had a really big run before the hockey stick. And I, I kind of caught the stick right around here, not down here. So fair enough. Okay. Take it. Uh, German cards. Think, uh, and I don't know if we have, there it is. Thank you. I'm glad we have a photo of this because the 85 Mercedes 300 uh, TD wagon, the estate. Yes. I love these cars. This is like, I've got to, I've got to make a beer run in Nantucket. And this is the car you take. <laughs> love these things. They've gotten really popular, really expensive. These are no longer the, the realm of Craigslist. You know, these you know nice examples of these. Um, I think when I was at uh, the Audrain Concord, there was a guy who had a gold one and it looked just like that, except it was gold. It was gorgeous. And the guy had parked next to me and I talked to him like, oh, you know, that's a really cool car. And he's like, yeah, I've had like five people offer to buy it in the last 20 minutes. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. you don't need me to validate you, apparently. That's fine. Uh, you have a sweet I, spot for wagons in general, I feel like. I do. I do. I like a little caboose in my vehicles. I certainly do. Uh, let's see. So that one, uh, it was a number three, $13,600, pretty reasonable. And it is skyrocketed to 19,700 for the same condition car. And I'll, and I'll bet you, I didn't do this, but I'll bet if you go to a number one that they've outpaced the number threes big time because oh, everybody sure. wants one of these now that is low miles and cream puff and killer and they're going like crazy. So if you find one of these things, feel free to accost them in your local supermarket parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next is the future collectible, right? Thank you. Yes, Greg. You're Future Collectible. I had picked the 1988 Porsche 924S, which due to some record-breaking sales over the past couple of years, 924Ss aren't really all that uh, future collectible. People kind of know 924S is cool because it's got that narrow body of the 944, but all the 944 good stuff, the motor and the suspension and all that stuff. So you get really the best of both worlds there. 
and $8,500 for number three went up to $9,200. So a little gain, but I will still maintain it was probably already double the price or better from the previous year. Uh, rear mid-engined. All right. So this one wasn't a big winner for me. I'm thinking of all the Ferraris that have already hit and already lit off and all this stuff. The Ferrari 348 is generally not loved and adored, no. right? But it's still cool. It's still a pretty neat car. I like so it. I figure it's going to catch the wave and go up with everybody. <laughs> uh, number three, $65,600. You can still pick one of those up for $70,300, which was the same number as last time. Uh, so they actually went up and then flattened out. So they've kind of going across there. So, but that's okay. That's flat. I think we'd like to do a little, little check here. So far, I have not gone down any. Am I correct? You have not. No. I mean, we're halfway through. Okay. So we're halfway through. Calm down. And yet I've been talking for 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> How does it always happen that way? Uh, let's see. Okay. Super hyper insane. I remember yep. a bit of debate on this because my version of super hyper insane, you all, I got the biggest eye roll on the planet out of all of you on my oh, yeah. 1977. Aston Martin Lagonda Series 2. Here it comes. Here it comes. Now, we yeah, let it fly because it's insane design, I guess. I was thinking more performance. You argued it was more about the insanity of what this thing actually turned out to be. I'm personally a fan of it visually. I don't know about mechanically, but a uh, pretty cool car. Look at the proboscis on that car. That is the most gorgeous thing ever, right? Short rear overhang, long hood. Oh, I love that car. So is there fun. one that even is exists in Concord condition, like where they actually had the parts or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, thanks to the uh, I think it was a, a tube radio uh, array that made the instrument cluster work. They're they're DIY repairable. If you've ever built an old 1950s television, as I understand it. Uh, yeah, they're fun. And we see there are several of these out there that are Concord condition. They're great. Cost a fortune to keep these things running. But that is also part of the magic. Uh, let's see. Number two condition car, 74,400 has gone all the way up to 81,800. Oh, wow. So they have gone up a little bit. Um, people are starting to be more discerning about their love of these. And probably another three of them rusted into the ground. So the rest of them are worth a, a little bit more, right? The, the, the I, law of the truth is going to help interesting. Them throughout time. <laughs> it's interesting that they uh, appreciated just in the last valuation update. So something might be going on out there with Lagondas. Got to keep an eye out for that. I bought some of the I mean, it was obviously because of this show. <laughs> right. It was obviously because right. of the show and Brad. Brad's enthusiasm. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Truman was alive pre-war. Come on. 45 Willys Jeep CJ2A. Your iconic World War II battle-hardened machine. $27,400 would got you a number one condition. And uh, it's up at $29,000. So um, flat from my last reporting, but up slightly from the very beginning. And I think, again, they're very collectible. They've gone up a whole bunch, and they're just kind of chilling out around there. So that's okay. Again, I'll take flat. Nothing's gone down. Uh, Nintendo Gen, 
I gotta say, I was a little disappointed here because Nintendo Gen, uh, you know, 90s, I picked a 95 BMW 850 CSI, V12, six speed manual, gorgeous cars. Love, love, yeah. love these cars. And I came out of the gate with a number one condition for $208,000. And I knew they were on the run. I'd been to enough shows where people were having them and people were starting to fall all over themselves for these cars. Well, I kind of thought they'd be a half million bucks. I mean, I really thought a number one condition car was going to double in value. And it hasn't yet, might still, but I'm now sitting at $220,000. They've just kind of ticked up just a little bit over the past year. And I've got it at 220. Although I will maintain, I've seen more of them. I've seen other ones sell for more than that, but you know, one sale doth not a market make, as our friend Dave <laughs> Kenny will say. Up almost six percent. That's not bad. Well, I think that's also part of the strategy. Is you know, if you start off at number one, you start off too high, you don't have as much of a ceiling to go, right? So. Sure, but I, I will I will maintain that the best condition cars of this are the ones you want, and I don't know. They also go down the fastest, you know, like think about AAR kudos and yeah, it's a risky, it's a risky bet. So, well, there's, there's a fashion to, to car collecting. It's not always about what was the best built or the fastest or any, or production numbers. Sometimes people just like stuff because, Ooh, those people are talking about it. Ooh, I gotta get one of those. And then it goes up. What do you yeah. do? Right. You're right, uh, all right. Under 30 K. And I don't get this bad. one because Ramsey wanted this car and I picked it and I should let him have it. So '68 <laughs> Subaru 360, as a matter of fact, RM had sold one for an egregious amount of money at some sale. It knocked it out of the park. It was a really perfect one and somebody had to have it. And I thought that meant they were going somewhere. This was going to be our new Fiat Jolly and it was going to go crazy. Well, number three condition car, 29,800 somehow today you can buy the same condition car for twenty three thousand eight hundred, <laughs> according to the Haggerty price guide so i don't i feel it's a misprint and um i will probably file an injunction of sorts you gotta throw a flag Wait, so on the flag. now what i do is, it, is an injunction the right word <laughs> throw a flag <laughs> so this is this is a loser this is it's this a loser is, julie yeah six, okay six grand twenty percent all Julie heard was loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so. Right. Hey, good. Better than a million dollar car at 20%. That'll hurt you. Yeah. This is again, six grand rounding error and collect car. Collect. Come on. <laughs> uh, and then my last one, the Kardashian pick also had a, a solid round of boo out of everyone. Uh, 1986 Jaguar XJS V12 coupe. I love these. People are talking about them a ton. Everybody's realizing that they're not that complicated to maintain and they're really good. They're really fast. They're fun. Air conditioning's good. All that stuff. 26,600 got you the best number one conditioning car on the planet back in uh, January of last year. And now that same car is $42,800, according to the price guide, giving me a bump of. 60.9% up. 60.9%. Oh. So if I, I don't want to give the big total, but I think it was two flats, one yeah, kind of lost a couple of bucks and the rest of them were to the moon, big. What? 
Now, see, we we de- debated this one because we're like, what Kardashian would ever be seen in this Jaguar? Like maybe a third cousin well, removed? Let's be honest. Brad had to Google Kardashian first. Well, that's true. <laughs> Come on. Now, it's a beautiful car. It's just I don't know that it's in the realm of what we were thinking. Does it have a replacement 350 V8 or does it have the original engine? Sir. Sir. V12 power. Come on. Number one condition. We're All not right. talking about Docs Jags here, although they make a fine conversion. All right. All right. So we will save your total for later and your total percent up and see where you fall in the rankings here. That sounds great. All right. I'm going to review Ramsey. His name was Flip Flop, Fuel Injected Performance for Lots of Payoff. So quite a big acronym there. Uh, I had an acronym as well, and I don't quite remember why I did it. All right. So let me run through his and I'll give the big highlights here. He did pretty well. I will have to say he's performing well in the closing months here. Um, Again, he did not use his entire million dollars, which is why his uh, totals might be a little lower than the rest of us. But his Italian stallion was a 1990 Alfa Romeo Spider, and that was actually up 19.1%, netting out about four grand. American Muscle, this was a tough one. This was a tricky one. He's ahead on this one. Uh, I mean, he's forward thinking, hence not everybody is there yet with him. Uh, 1991 <laughs> Ford Taurus SHO. Uh, I think Haggerty had an article recently on that and how great that engine was. That was actually down 7.7%, which was a little bit surprising. And if you have any comments, you said down? Down, down 7.7. But that was only 1,200 bucks. (laughs) So, you know, it is what it is. The Rising Sun, he had the 1991 Honda Civic CRX SI. This one was up only 5%. So, again, another win, but that was only 900 bucks. Condition number two. And for German, he had a 2001, we should have a picture of this one, BMW M3 Coupe. Now, this was probably one of his bigger winners. This one was up 13.1%. So beautiful car. I just drove an E46, base 325i, not an M, that's sedan, not a a coupe. Cross country, 3,000 miles. And all it did was sip premium and go 90 miles an hour. Those are fantastic cars. I couldn't agree more that that's a, that's a good pick. Yeah. I called you and you were like, uh, it's minus 10 degrees out. And I just did hundred miles an hour in a car I paid $4,000 for. God love Montana and their 80 mile hour speed limit. I mean, literally. And I just had dinner at a gas station. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, when I, I pulled in and you open the doors, it's just like, we're going to let that air out a while. <laughs> it's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Slim Jims and Red Bull going on in there, folks. People say, you made it, you drive so far by yourself. I'm like, nobody wants to ride in a car with somebody. For <laughs> I think the M division is celebrating an anniversary this year too, I believe for BMW. So. All right. A little bit of knowledge mm-hmm. there. Good. All right. All right, so for his future collectible, he had a 2011 Aston Martin V8 Vantage S. Now this one actually was down and then up strong and then down again. It ended up netting up 3.7%, $2,200. So for keeping track, he's up four out of five. Now let's see, the next one is the rid, the rid, the rear mid-engine car. He picked the 1988 Porsche Fiero, brave choice, GT. 
That was the best year for the Fiero right when they killed it. Uh, condition two, so this was flat, flat, and then up 15.1% the latest three months, four months. So something's going on in the Fiero market there. Again, it's probably because of the show and Ramsey's pick. Uh, let's see, Super Hyper Insane. He has a 2004 Aston Martin Vanquish. He likes the Aston Martins, that's for sure. Uh, flat, slightly up, slightly down. So he netted at only 1%, 700 bucks. <laughs> so, you know, it's up, but just a smidge. Uh, then when uh, pre-1948, when Truman was alive, 1935 Auburn SC Phaeton, flat, 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 which is basically the best you can hope for in that, that uh, era. So he was flat on mm -hmm. that one. And then Nintendo the Gen, the 1986 Mazda RX-7 Turbo, uh, number two condition, uh, up 32.4% initially, then flat, and then up 9.8%. So probably his biggest performer, yes, it was, of 45.7% total, up $8,400. Oh, wow. And then, okay. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a sleeper car right there. And then under 30K, we have the 1994 Porsche 968 Coupe, which he is probably currently driving as we speak, his own personal one. Uh, condition three, flat, then up 6.7%, and then flat again, so he's up 1500 bucks. And then the last one in his Kardashian category, the 2006 Bentley Continental GT Coupe. You can really tell he likes the English cars by this list. Mm -hmm. Number two, up 2% on the first round, up 5.2% in the second round, but unfortunately down 2.8% the last round. So he netted up 4.2%, $1,700. So not a lot of big dollars. He's got some pretty decent percentages here. So out of the 11 picks, he only had one flat and one negative. So strong showing by Mr. Potts. I, I like those Bentleys and I will, I have, I would I love very much them. like those to crater further. Sorry, everyone that owns one, because I want a daily one of those things because they're <laughs> so cool. And it is like driving a four wheel drive, 600 and some horsepower country club down the road. It's just cool. Super I think it's cool. one of the prettiest Bentleys ever made. Definitely of the modern era. I think they're gorgeous. Yeah. That is definitely a visually Kardashian car. For mm -hmm. sure. For sure. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be the last one here. Uh, my team was called Oblock V Block. I think I was doing Oblong V Block, like so it's different in the car. I don't know. Honestly, can't remember why I came up with that. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with my Italian stallion, the 1990 Ferrari Testarossa, condition three. That was flat at $105,000. Then went up 12.4%. And then it stayed there. So up 12.4%, up $13,000. I'm waiting for the applause. No? Man, it's a tough crowd. Well, only because I wanted, uh, that was one of my big picks that I wanted somewhere in my spot out there. And you took it from me, which I, I never uh, You're welcome. <laughs> the next one is a car I've been harping on for a while. The uh, 1970 Plymouth Cuda AAR in the muscle car category. Condition three, ironically, it was flat first round. Then it hit. Then it was up 19.9%. Then it was flat again. So I'm like, all right, I've kind of hit it. So that's up $11,800. That was pretty strong. Rising Sun, this, this is a big winner right here. 1966 Honda S600 convertible. It was flat at 
then flat at 25.3, and the latest four months up 39.9% of $10,100. I mean, that's a lot for a small little car like that. Any insights from the crew here? They're iconic. They're great. I'm proud they've come up in the market. They're they're really cool little cars. Absolutely. Problem is, is I can't fit in one. Yeah. Julie can. I can't. (laughs) Julie, that's a car, actually, I could see you driving and having a ball in. Right? Oh, I could totally do that. Yeah. It's a great size car. You'd be just, you know, whipping around the shops, you know, in Greenwich. I could buy, I mean, I could buy two and a half of those with my Fiat Jolly money. So. Ooh, <laughs> Fiat Jolly. Oh, she's throwing that stuff around. Yeah, I sat in one at Elkhart, our sale at Elkhart last year, and boy, I had a hard time getting out of it. <laughs> Thankfully, no one had to help me. All right. So for my German car, I picked the 1972 Porsche 911S. Uh, condition three, 122. Ironically, that was flat all three rounds. So no growth on the 911S. That surprised me. They'd had uh, a lot of growth already. They really yeah, have. Yeah, they have. My future collectible, I picked the 1996 Corvette Grand Sport convertible. Ideally, one of the 50 with red seats. Condition three, 27.5. First round, it was up a little bit. Second round, it was flat. And third round, it was down just a hair. So I netted out at up 1.8%, 500 bucks, not much. Uh, rear mid engine, I picked the 1956 VW Carmen Ghia, condition three. This one again surprised me. It was out of the gate quick, up 7.6%, then it was down 6.6, and now it's flat. So I, I shook out another 1% at 300 bucks. <laughs> so that was interesting. I thought those would kind of follow the Porsche trend line a little bit longer than they did. And then for Super Hyper Insane, this is this is the one that kind of rang the bell, the 2006 and the cover art for our uh, our uh, live stream event here, 2006 Ford GT, not the base edition, which isn't up that much, but the heritage edition. I could only afford number three at three hundred and ten thousand dollars. It was flat, flat, and then up thirty eight point seven percent, one hundred and twenty grand up. Y'all look shocked. It's epic. I, I love it. Yeah. It's great. All right. All right. You know, when they pronounce it heritage, just so you know, I don't know a lot of people don't know. <laughs> hey, Do they also say charge? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you seem to have made a whole thing about insulting uh, my general look and where I shop, Julie. So <laughs> you should go to that fancy place. Uh, I love the way my lights in my office are now highlighting the thinning hair. I mean, I think this is this halo effect is really working for me, isn't it? <laughs> All right, let's move on with that. The pre Truman was a 1942 Lincoln Zephyr convertible. And like all of us, I think Brad was a big winner on this one. Everything I, I was flat the whole way. And you, you grew your Jeep a little bit, right, Brad? A little bit. And I wanted a Zephyr. I was angry. Uh, I wrote you letters. <laughs> to send me, send me mean emojis. Zephyrs are super cool. And uh, I, I still maintain that as a pre-war car, people are going to really start to get on board with those. That styling and that little V12 and all that stuff. It's it's an icon. It's a really cool car. I love yeah, they're totally underappreciated right now. That's for yeah. sure. Yep. All right. Two more to go. My under 30,000 was the 2000 Audi TT Quattro. Is that how you say Quattro, Brad? 
yes. <laughs> condition one. I didn't have one heat up there. I bought Twenty-three five. Condition one. It went up six percent. It went up seven point seven percent. Then it went up seven point one percent. So a little winner for me, up twenty-two point eight percent. And then the Kardashian, I picked something that could hold the whole family, just about. The 1968 Mercedes-Benz 600 Pullman Condition 2, it went, this was my big winner early. It went up 8.9%, then it went up 19.6%. And since then, it's been flat. So that's up 23.5%. So I had, for review, of the 11, I had all were up, no down, and two flat. So All right. Yeah, thank you. Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Any uh, any more comments before we do the uh, big reveal? I'd just like to thank everyone for playing, and I apologize for the information you are surely going to hear next, and I hope that you're not too disappointed in your pick. <laughs> they ended. Hey, what I'll do. Now brace myself for being slapped in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do number four, number three, then number one. Because if we know number two, we'll know number one. Well, then we'll do number one, and then we'll talk about number two. How's that? All right. All right. So this is the, the runner up, right? Is this what we're saying? Yes. We're going to do number okay. four first. Who finished, okay. fortunately, last? All right. In last place. Strong showing, though, up 5.3%. Had nine of the 11 up, one down, and one flat. Mr. Ramsey Potts. Thanks for playing, Ramsey. Now, to be fair, he did not use his entire budget, which definitely handicapped him for the rest of the show. So He thought he could keep the change that was not in the rules. He thought he could keep the change, and that was not in rules. All right, let me make sure I get this right. I don't want to mess this up on live streaming here. Number three, <laughs> this is a shocker. This is a shocker. Of uh -huh. 10 point three percent julie mm. julie julie who started off in first place after our first round she was crushing it. i know i know totally crushing us a couple of those picks just kind of stalled should have maybe switched them out but good showing it's okay it's all right it's all right julie learn and we grow stronger with her convictions okay <laughs> Friday. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. 10%, 10 point what percent up? Yeah, 10.3% yeah, up. You're beating the market, right? I am. Beating I the am. market. That's so that's what that's what some of the fun of this is. Can you tangible assets, people? Can you have a little fun? Put some cash into stuff you can go play with? We want to give it to your I mean, broker. It, it was just an honor to be nominated. Really. <laughs> <laughs> just to be nominated. All right, you ready for the big winner, the grand poobah? It's between you and me, Brad. Wait. Oh, yeah, because this is number two. This is number two. Gonna... Well, do we want to do two or do we want to do one? No, you want to do the one. Yeah. I want to do the one, right? Yeah, you want to do the one. It's like the voice. You don't announce yeah. number two, you yeah, announce yeah, number yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. And then you go straight to, to the loser and see their loser reaction. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, number one, <clears throat> excuse me. Up 23.5%, which equates, if we did this with for reals, equates to 
$2,000 up in one year. You could buy a house with that. The winner of the Collector Car Fantasy Football, first ever edition, this feels really weird, is me. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Thank you. Boo. Boo. <laughs> that was a Wait, surprise because I was like in last. How much did you win by? How much did you win by? Okay, so. <clears throat> I really pour was, salt into the wound. Didn't you get my check? I don't understand what's <laughs> happened here. It's all to the Ford Heritage. Heritage how'd you say it? Heritage? Heritage? Heritage. Yes, the GT. I think I was in last place, the last two. Anyways, <clears throat> excuse me. So Brad, you finished up 16.4% up $156,000. Not so terrible. I, I only beat you by 70 grand. That's, that's, like a that's jolly big. It's a big hit there. <laughs> big hit. So, uh, well, that was a lot of fun. You know, nice job. Yeah, nice job. You know, it's funny. Day. I think in four rounds, we were each in the lead a round. That's yes. true. Yeah. We each, yep. we each got a, got a win, you know? Yeah. I mean, well. Ramsey was always a loser, but. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's denying that right now. I can, I can feel it. I can feel the mojo. But he's always been the best. In fairness, he's always been the best dressed. He's throwing his fedora down right now in protest. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, well, good job to you, uh, yeah. Greg, and fantastic job to you, Julie, because you stuck with your convictions and uh, in stylish way as always. That's right. And uh, there's me, always the bridesmaid. Again, <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? What I need to do? use this as an argument to go spend like 500 grand in cars as investments. Yes. Market right. research. Market research. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's great. Do you know how many sob 9,000s you can get for 500,000? <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be worth $400,000. Basically yeah. all of them. You could get all of them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Not thank fun. you all for joining us. Uh, for those of, that are, those of you who are watching, be sure to check us out. If you're going to Amelia, reach out to each of us because all of us will be there. I'm sure Ramsey will be there. And talk about how much you enjoyed watching our goofy antics, tracking the Haggerty valuation tools, and seeing how our cars would have performed in our collector car garage. So thank you, Julie. Thank you, Brad. Any last yeah. comments or words? Julie, to you, please. To you, Julie. Oh, just, uh, you know, appreciate this. I thought this was really fun and looking forward to doing this again. And hopefully we can get all you viewers at home involved as well. We need to get everybody involved. I want to see some folks just totally crush us using that data. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Thanks all. I'll see you at Amelia. All right, guys. Thank Take you. care. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast. <laughs>